0: Welcome everybody <laughs> to another episode. Uh, tonight's brew is from Sweetwater Brewing Company. This is the 420 strain, the Mango Kush We Ale, dog. It's that Mango Kush. Sweetwater's been doing this 420 strain. Sweetwater has the 420
1: IPA, IPA, yeah.
0: and then they started doing. They had the one that was just like the 420 strain, like the regular one. It was like, it just smelled like weed. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. How did they accomplish that? Right? And then from that point, they just started making... That Now they have like a whole line of it. Right? Mm-hmm. So they've got the G13 uh, and this one, the Mango Kush. And uh, that's all I know right now. At <laughs> the top of my head. Okay. So... Let's drink these. Let us drink. Are you ready to drink these beers? I am ready to drink these beers. All right, we will drink these beers and we will talk for some time. We're also going to have a good time. This is the One Bear and Podcast. <laughs> wow! S- smells like a fish show. <laughs> this is, as the kids say, loud. Mm. It's very loud. <sighs> I mean, seriously, though, it's it's it, it's kind of insane. Yeah, it smells that they can capture that. It smells a lot like weed. Well, so the Mango Kush Wheat Ale. A second sticky hit from 420 strain, an American wheat packed with herbal, juicy mango notes and a distinctive dank nose. Strain specific temp tur- <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the cold reads are hard, man. You're fired. Yeah. Uh, strain specific turpens and natural hemp-type flavors complement the hop and malt bill, delivering a euphoric ale with that fresh. olfactory 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 old factory old factory old factory right up that nose bonus rip wow really (laughs) that's a little on the nose
1: all right let's drink that cheers
0: that's a strange thing it's a strange sensation
1: yeah it's like uh what you'd think bong water tastes like, yeah, but but in a good way, good yeah, 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 if that can be imagined <laughs> in a good way. it's very strange. I don't know who thought to do this, yeah, what's the like wh- why? Well, who was like, you know they they make they
0: make beer with plants. So we can just put hemp plants in
1: the beer. Well, yeah, like I was talking to you off mic before. um, No,
0: you weren't. We don't do that.
1: That's true. I was lying. Huge. Making this up. Yeah. Uh, I was telling myself earlier that uh, hemp and um, hops are very similar, apparently. Mm. I overheard you saying that. Yeah. I just I yourself. just talk. I walk around the house. and Just talk to myself it's very loudly too. Yeah. We're gonna
0: have to talk about that off mic. Okay. Well, I'll have my people call you. Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. The dogs talk to Don't me. Don't fucking look at me.
1: You can you can continue. Um. So uh mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh. So so yep, weed Wieden, yep. beer. That's that's where the that's right. That's where it, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. No, but it
0: it yeah, and that makes sense. That you know, but still the idea. Of, but why is my question? Yeah, exactly. Why? Like, who 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 was like,
1: you know, it'd be really good if it taste if it smelled like weed. Yeah. And tasted like weed. Yeah. Because don't get it twisted, folks.
0: That's the bit here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. there's there's no. Yeah. No I two mean, ways around. They that. They can
0: kind of like dance around it a little bit because they can't just be like, it smells like weed.
1: Right. They say hemp. Yeah. But it, it smells like trees, okay? okay. Smells and vaguely tastes mm-hmm. of trees. Which I don't know if you've noticed, but some, like especially dank IPAs, already do kind of a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, I think it's just these companies uh, just letting their imagination run wild. Maybe I suppose. You know, I mean, uh, it's popular enough that they're expanding what the ordinary 420 whatever strain was, the original one. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. People are buying it up. Just having fun with it, I guess. Yeah. You don't really need a reason. I guess not. Yeah. No, no. I mean, we're going to question you on it. You know, I I will say, not to be a Debbie Downer here, but to be a bit of a Debbie Downer here, I'm really turned off by stuff marketed for... Heads. Yeah. It's just it's dumb. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. It's turn no, off.
0: It's the worst. It's the worst. Get dank, bro. Get dank. You, you you have you got the munchies. No disrespect to our <laughs> not not dumb munchies. <laughs> not dumb munchies right. patent pending. Very different. Um but the munchies. Right. Yeah, no, that shit is corny. Yeah. Oh, speaking of him, he's the reason that we have these. That's I, true. He went up. He, he's he, uh, uh, Maxim the Plug. Shout out to Maxim the Plug. He was the plug again. Provided these beers mm-hmm. for us. Here I, in spirit. I don't know what he was. I forgot what he was doing or why he had so many of <laughs> these. He had so many beers. So many. Came back he to came, the house.
1: It's like he's beer Santa. Yeah. He just yeah. He just dropped them he, off. Yeah. Came by one day and
0: packed the fridge filled with a bunch left. of sweet water and then left. Left as as quickly as he came. Yeah. What a beautiful, beautiful chocolate man! <laughs> what if he comes
1: back he's like, where's my beer?
0: Oh no, <laughs> I I was afraid of that. I talked to him about it. Oh. He's like, yeah, drink, because he's not gonna be back for a while. Yeah, yeah. Not like beer doesn't last in the fridge. That's or anything. true. Well, not around here. <laughs> not around here. No. No no no. no, 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 no. We run through that shit We're more than, than the water. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of beautiful chocolate man, they're making a uh, a sequel to White Chicks. Yeah, <laughs> I heard. Kind of weird to do. In 2019, you know, yeah, or 2020, I guess, when the movie will come out, mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, Me Too stuff, and 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 also uh, our our relationship with race, mm-hmm. and 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 blackface.
1: Yeah, and, I was gonna say that the um, gender quote, appropriation, the quote unquote, and, uh, um, reverse racism. Yes, conversation. Yes.
0: Well, the, I mean that was White Chicks is the prime
1: movie yeah. that
0: white people bring up. Example whenever. number one. Yeah and you know we can talk at length about the issue with that but it's just interesting that they're like fuck it let's let's go back to that well Mm -hmm. because they've been talking about doing a sequel forever because the movie was super successful right but it came out like 15 years ago or something uh i don't know if it was that long but it was a long time ago feels like that long it does feel like that long i just know that um junior Senior's song was on there okay uh the um Oh. Okay, they had that's that as much as we can
1: do. Huh? That's yeah, as yeah, much as we yeah. can do.
0: They had that in the <clears throat> the end sequence of the movie and I think that movie like put it back on the charts and like blew it up even more uh-huh. than it already had blown up cuz it was already a big song. Yeah. And I remember the video the video was like this 8 bit um you just got to watch it. It's dope. <laughs> I really like that song. Anyway, uh so that's yeah. Strange, I'm interested to see where what what they do with that and how they kind of tackle things i I want to see them address uh the white face blackface mm-hmm. bullshit yep. right I want to see them talk about it in some capacity
1: mm-hmm. it uh confirm me it came out in two thousand four two thousand four so, so there you go yeah. so yeah yep <laughs> yeah about fifteen years ago, <laughs> yeah, holy shit, yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's been a while. Damn. We live longer and things that we remember go further into the past. Seriously, man.
0: <laughs> That's, that movie seemed like... I mean, I would have said, if you put a gun to my head, I would have said 10 years ago. Yeah. No. Fucking a, a,
1: man. Long, long time ago. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about movies a lot today, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a lot. I mean, we got, a, we got a couple movies. Yeah. We wanna As we often do. hmm um, I don't think there's any like big name trailers to get into. No, not that I can think of. No trailer trash this week. No. Sorry. Sorry to the fans who wah, wah. are huge fans of trailer trash.
1: Trailer trash No. Uh.
0: No. No. I want to. No. But a movie that we've been talking about doing for a long time or not, uh, just a movie we've been talking about watching for a long yeah. time because it, it has all the makings of, um, something that would be important to both of us, mm-hmm. uh, is the movie Ready Player One. Yeah. Okay. Directed by Steven Spielberg, starring a couple of newcomers and some, some older faces too. Mm-hmm. You Simon Pegg, TJ Miller, you got, uh, um, uh, Lena Waithe, uh, I don't know the the two stars, one of them's like Olivia Stone or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you just made that up. <laughs> I, I, it's something. It's something with an O and an S. Look it up. Okay, doing it. So this this movie has a lot of. Uh, uh, and if you follow me on Twitter, you you know where I'm about to go with this. But just hold on to your butts, okay? So the the book the book was really.
1: Um, Written by Ernest Klein. Yes, and he's talking about doing a sequel to Ready Player One, mm-hmm. like the book. Well, it was, I, if I'm remembering correctly, like his first book. Oh, I don't. He know. was Maybe. a guy in the, uh, I think, video game journalism sphere. Uh huh. Um, and he decided to make a book, okay. and he did, and it blew up. That would make sense. So, so the book blows up. The book is
0: the book is amazing. Anybody, I, I suggest you read the book. I actually listened to it on Audible. Uh-huh. So all, Me too. all Me of too. the podcasts and music that I was listening to at the time, it all took a backseat as I listened to this book. Every time I got into the car, popped it on. Yeah. Didn't want to ruin my car rides because at the time I was driving pretty far distances. So I didn't want to ruin my car rides. So I didn't listen to it unless I was in the car mm-hmm. and gave it my undivided attention. Yeah. I mean, other than the road. <laughs>
1: This only listen. That's all I was doing. <laughs> I was. I closed my eyes and tried to envision it while I was driving. Only five vehicular homicides <laughs> during <laughs> that time.
0: And you would think there would be more. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with this book. I, I like everything about it. Um, it's, obvious, it's not a perfect
1: book. No, it got a lot of backlash after it blew up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people calling it. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Member Berries in South Park. It's a more recent thing, Mm -mm. but basically the idea is uh, it's just extremely just reference-based. Yeah, Everything is a reference to another piece of art or pop culture thing, and some people found that tiresome after a while.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I agree with that. It Mm -hmm. does get to a point where you're kind of like, I'd say like, like three quarters into the book, you're like, all right. Get it? How many references right. are you gonna pack into this? thing? You're a nerd. Yeah, we got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got it. But in my opinion, that didn't deter from the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think it. I don't think it hurt the story enough that that was something that I would criticize it for. But I understand why people would. Yeah, yeah. Because right. uh, I, I assume people would look at it as um, a writer using a crutch, as opposed to coming right. up with more compelling things
1: right. um, to write about. You, so. Using using your fond memories of other franchises to kind of keep you interested right basically. right to drive drive it through nostalgia yes and uh i had a quick quick book review i think this is the first time we've done this before mm-hmm. um i found it best when it was going off of its original ideas especially yes. towards the end it got stronger i feel that yes. what all the build-up was good and you know that was fine it was an interesting adventure kind of thing and i think it was towards the end that i was like now, now that they're they have the world set up, we can finally relax and get into what the plot's like. What is going on right now? Yeah, in the plot, as opposed to going on this history trip of Halliday and what, yes, all the building. all the build, all the build, build, build. But then finally it went, and I was like, oh, ah, yeah. okay, good, good and, we got here.
0: And I, I would say that that an advantage to writing a very long book is that you you have the opportunity to. Build this world and fully flesh it out.
1: Right. Of course. The, I mean, that's, that's the uh, cliche almost of books turned into movies is like, well, the book's better because, you know, we had more time with characters and they cut out my favorite scene and yeah. yada, yada, yada. Well, so. you just kind of took away everything I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> let's move on.
0: Yeah, let's just not talk about it. No, I, uh, it, it's, it's, not, it's not just that, though. There's there's plenty of issues with it. But yeah, I mean, one big thing is like, you know, the movies didn't get an opportunity to build a world. But even if you don't have the book to compare it to, you still want a movie to create a fully fleshed out world. Right. Right? I mean, you still in the allotted two and a I mean, this movie's two hours and twenty minutes. Right. It's not a short film. No, no, no. Okay, it's not even short by short st- Like, if it was an hour and a half, you'd be it would be excusable. It's like, well, they tried to pack in a lot into this mm-hmm. ninety minute film.
1: This is a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, what time. the fuck
0: were they doing in two and a half hours?
1: Well, the the biggest thing for me is that like I understand if you have to cut things for time and you know you can't get as I understand if you have to like um, uh, kind of condense story arcs and characters and yeah. maybe you know don't go down one uh, a story arc that was like a side character or something or, yeah. you know, cut it down a bit. And I yeah. understand that. Um, but the fact that this movie took some of the best elements, some of the most interesting elements and most, uh, I don't know, I guess, um, powerful moments. Yeah. Uh, and completely stripped them away. And even, even if I hadn't read slash listen to the book, uh, I would have found as just watching a movie, it lacking uh, connective tissue yeah. to the characters. There's yeah. no emotional pull yeah. in any of those characters. And we spent almost two and a half hours with them. And yeah. I feel like there's no excuse for that. Like it was just a visual spectacle and not even a very pretty one at that. Right. So there was, li- <laughs> we came away from it essentially pretty much literally saying that, Gave us nothing. Yeah. We enjoyed nothing of that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I mean, that's never, I've never had that feeling walking away from. Honestly, I can't, I can't think of the last time I walked away from any movie thinking I hated that. Yeah. I absolutely did not like that in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking Spielberg movie, I know.
1: man. It hurts.
0: It hurts to say. It hurts to think about.
1: He hasn't had a truly great movie in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I know. It's sad. I think his last good movie was um oh what was it? Well he did Lincoln, didn't he? Yeah. So that was that's
0: good. Yeah. I mean it's not like in the same tradition of Spielbergie and No. It's no Jaws. Yeah. It's no Jurassic Park. It's no big fun adventure. Or even like a thrill or, ride or amistad yeah i mean I'll, yeah <laughs> i'll take amistad you know <laughs> just give me amistad that's fine uh so yeah i mean i like i don't want people to w- come away from this and come away from my criticism of it on twitter as like sour grapes because they didn't do what i liked in the book
1: mm-hmm. well yeah i mean let's let's not be hypocritical and do exactly what we talked about people doing for child's play Right. Exactly. We're not coming it, out saying this is the worst movie ever. It's just disappointing given the source material, right? And just given the the talent behind it, yes. I feel like it's just it's baffling how how convoluted and dumb, unnecessarily dumb, they made everything. Yeah. To condense it.
0: Yeah, and, and that that's the strangest part. It's like you have this this uh, well of of source material that you can that you can pull from, and they pulled some of the worst bits. From the book, well, and then added bad things to yeah, it. Yeah, added things that like, if you were going for uh, uh, condensing for time or pacing, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we're not going to get into details of the book or the movie because you'd have to have seen, read, listened to, right, right, either one to get this. But you don't need you don't need to have seen any of it to understand because everybody has their favorite book that got turned into a movie mm-hmm. and they and they watch it and they go well that's not what they did in the book and, yeah. and you fucking
1: bitch and moan about it well even when it's done well you know with like Harry Potter for instance a lot of fans like both the book and the movie but mm-hmm. you know they, they will still say oh you know it sucks that they couldn't include this scene or that part yeah so
0: and uh, you know all, all of the big epics that that goes on that goes along with, uh, the the changes that they make when they're when they're good movies, mm-hmm. the changes that they make either make sense for time or for story, or for you know I don't know uh, pulling you in and keeping you in. So right. to kind of like you know stretch it out and make sequels and stuff. It's a money grab, we yeah. get it. But at least you include those things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With this, it was like it was changes made. I mean, I, I don't I don't even know why <laughs> I was gonna say for the sake of something, but like I don't even know what. Yeah,
1: I don't, I feel like they were trying to hit it like a young adult yeah. audience and try to try to hit like a, I mean not a cliche, but it was, it's what became a cliche for that genre basically. Yeah. Of revolution and
0: you yeah, know. yes, this whole rebellion, Hunger Games, the, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, like when did when did that happen? No. Why does every YA book like that, or YA movie, have to be children versus this omnipresent government body.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, shit like that. So I would say to you people, you beautiful people, people, you beautiful bastards, Mm -hmm. you beautiful beer-drinking bastards, um, take in, I would say, both. You could watch the watch the movie and then read the book. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But if you have or if you're going to, I would like to know your you guys' opinion on it. And I've asked people to tell me their opinion on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Um because maybe we're being too harsh. Could be. Maybe maybe you know, we're we're I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, I <laughs> think <That's laughs> all I'm saying. I, I'm I think saying. I think we are being a little harsh just because we know what could have been. Uh, but I know it, even if I hadn't read the book, I'd still come away from that movie going that wasn't good. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think but at the tell end us of the what day, you think. That. Yeah. But yeah, give us your opinions. Tell us what you think. You beautiful beer drinking bastards. Ugh. All right, I said we wouldn't harp on that, or you told, told me not to. Mm-hmm. You laid the law down. I'm holding you back. Uh, you gave me a good spanking. <laughs> so we won't harp on that too much. Um, but kind of going back to the, the um, white chicks thing mm-hmm. and where we are with race relations, especially in popular culture, mm. boy, howdy, oh, has yeah. it been a week? bombshell (laughs) I mean um, I don't even know where to start let's just start with Disney because that's always the easiest one to start with please don't sue us Um, before we get into the big thing did you see um, what they're doing with Mulan what are they doing with Mulan so with Mulan they're not gonna it's not gonna be uh, a musical so they're not doing any of the classic songs okay and they're also removing Wushu Mm, the dragon. Okay. Just removing him completely. And uh <laughs> and everybody on Twitter is like, "Well then don't do the fucking movie.
1: <laughs> just make a different movie."
0: Yeah, just do, just don't do Mulan then. Right. Why why does it need Why do you, and and it just it's this thing of and I think maybe that's why sorry to bring it back up, but it's maybe why <laughs> I don't like the movie Ready Player One so much is because it's this it's this idea and and Hollywood does it all the time. Of let's take the thing that people love Mm -hmm. and let's just use that name and then we'll do whatever we want with it because people are so enamored with this IP, right? That we can do whatever we want and we're going to bring in X amount of, uh, uh, like what they did with uh, uh, World War Z. Uh The movie had nothing to do with the book, not nothing. There was obviously (laughs) there were zombies, yeah, there were zombies, (laughs) and that is pretty much where the similarities end. Yeah. And there was a, you know, there was references to the book obviously. Mm-hmm. But this was a big Hollywood spectacle that uh I mean it just it just took from this great source material and just said people love the book, they'll love this movie no matter what we right. call it or do with it. Yeah.
1: And Hollywood does this all the time. Yeah, it's a, it's hopping on an IP. Yeah. It has built-in fan base, you're going to get them in the seats, but they just know. feel taken advantage well, of well there's the, i feel like it's a gamble because those those people in that fan base are going to be your harshest critics so if you don't please them then yeah you get their money the first time but then they're going to put out a bunch of angry reviews and
0: maybe i disagree though i i don't i don't think it's a gamble i think i think you use that ip you bring them in like you said initially they're going to give you their money mm-hmm. Now you've brought in all these other people who didn't give a shit about that. I, I, when I was talking to people on Twitter about the, the book, nobody oh. had even read it. Yeah, People were like, I like the movie. What's what's your problem with it? Yeah, And it's like, read the book. They didn't even know. Some people didn't even know it was a book.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's the thing. Like, Those aren't people who care about the IP then. But they're going to... I mean, once they go...
0: Ready Player One did $587 million at the box mm-hmm. office. How many... How much of that money do you think was people who read the book and how much of it was people who saw all of the pop culture that they jam packed yeah, into yeah. it
1: and said, "Ooh, Chun-Li. Right. Oh, Tracer. Yeah, I'm going to go see that. Yeah, I, I guarantee that's what it was. But that's a different that's a separate argument we're talking about people who well, li- no, but, like remakes but, and 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 you know like them turning books into movies right but 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 using a name they, alone they did
0: enough they did enough to bring strangers in who didn't care about the source material right. and that and and that's what we're saying so like with mulan for instance it you can advertise the disney version of this to the people who love the disney movie yeah but you can also advertise it to uh Asian Americans who mm-hmm. um need more representation in Hollywood. And now they're starting to get it right. with, you know, the big blockbusters that we've seen so far with crazy rich Asians and Always Be My Maybe and stuff. Right. Now you get another thing for Asian Americans and for Asian people, period. Right? Yeah. You get another thing that they can look to. Uh if I mean that movie is old enough now that you know, some of us who are our age have kids who are old enough to go see that. Yeah, it's right? a
1: nostalgia thing.
0: Right. So, I, as the adult nostalgic over Mulan, show it to my kid who now is in love with this thing. Mm-hmm. Now they've got an entire built-in fan base of the adults, right, who will channel that energy into their kids. That's
1: that's exactly why they they've been doing this tear of remakes, you know, yeah. since so Beauty and the Beast. It's but like- that's why
0: I'm saying it's not. It's not a, I don't think it's a gamble is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I think that it's,
1: it's a safe bet to make. Not in this specific instance with Disney movies because, I mean, there are Disney freaks out there, obviously. Mm. But in more of the nerd pop culture type thing, I feel like that's when it's more of a gamble. Because then you have people like, I don't know, the last X-Men movie, Dark Phoenix that came out. Mm-hmm. People were upset that it didn't go by the source material. And why didn't it do that? And it's like, that's always a conversation around the Marvel movies or the DC movies. Like, how did it change from the source material? The, we love how it played out in the comics. Why aren't they doing that? Yeah. You know, and if they screw that up and they don't improve upon it, like, you know, obviously they make changes for film Mm. given, you know, what they're able to do. Um, That can, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, that could be a gamble if you use that IP and use it recklessly. Yeah and upset the fan base because if you, if you upset the base, then word of mouth is going out the window. True. You know?
0: Yeah. You'll lose, you'll definitely lose that loyalty. I mean, and a lot of, um, comic book things and, and not just comic book things, but, um, uh, IP that's already out there that they're remaking,
1: redoing, doing sequels to and blah, blah, blah. Not that that matters. If you get a huge groundswell of people that just see it and like it. Right. But it does matter, I feel.
0: It does. I think, but I, I just don't, I just don't, at this point, don't think it matters that much anymore. Yeah. Well, you I, don't have to
1: be slavish to it, I don't think. It,
0: no. And, well, and I don't think that studios give a shit. I mean, they, they don't. Act they, clearly, like they do. Clearly,
1: no, they clearly don't.
0: Well, when they go to fucking Comic-Con, Comic-Con and shit, yeah. yeah, they act like they care about the fans we and all that.
1: loved this comic, and we're going to do right by you guys. Yeah.
0: Let's, let's get somebody to moderate it. Right. Not... Hardwick <laughs>
1: lose his number.
0: Um, so yeah, it, it
1: you know it's just um I think it's an easy bet to make now at this point. Yeah, but uh, you know going back to Milan, I I'm a bit warmer to the idea than you are of them doing a non musical no wushu. Why? Um, because I feel like a a part of me is not happy with the fact that they've been doing basically complete redos of their classic cartoons like the the ones we grew up on Uh um, and adding like one or two scenes that's not good enough for me like i I would like them to try something different with them taking a different take on it Mm. and you know embody the character and you know let the story be good and do well by it but i i think uh action kind of kung fu movie mulan would be pretty sweet yeah that does sound kind of dope um and i mean the story itself is basically like sort of joan of arc mm-hmm. so just seeing that story play out in more of a classical sense and like just doing it really well which disney has the money to do yeah um i feel would be pretty cool uh will i miss the music yeah i mean that that was an intrinsical part of the movie but and they got
0: they they have got good songs, yeah, in that
1: movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that is a uh, that's a downside to it. But I'm curious to see what they do differently with this because it, it's exactly what I've been looking for is like them doing a remake that is different. Yeah. It's not just a copy paste and you add an extra scene in, which is what it sounds like happened with Aladdin two. I haven't seen that yet. It's basically the same thing. They just add in like one or two songs. Here's the thing.
0: Again, yeah, I mean, it's pretty
1: much just a fleshed out um, live action version right. of what you've already seen, which seems like what's going to happen with Lion King. Yeah, um, which is what happened with Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, um, Jungle Book was a little different because that was a like a CG monster that they had to <laughs> completely like work from the ground up. Yeah, so that that one I like a bit more than the rest, but. I guess at this point you just have you have to get past the you have to get past the question of
0: why do they keep doing this because it's
1: because money right,
0: so let's stop having that conversation that that's the that's the one that people always wanna have whenever we go down this road well they keep remaking classics, dude, let it go. do you know how much money they're making off of these things, yeah of course so. Let's not have that conversation well, anymore because uh, you know, that's the first thing that came to my head when w- w- you know we we disagree on on uh, the vision of Mulan, right? And, and in my head, I'm like, well, let's just not make this fucking movie. Yeah, but we're past that.
1: Yeah, they're so, making it.
0: Yeah, it's happening. So how? how how can we best
1: do this? Right.
0: How can everybody win? Yeah. I think I mean yeah, at least don't kill Wu That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> just you know, bring Eddie Murphy back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Eddie needs to work. Come on.
0: Yeah, I, maybe he doesn't. Yeah, maybe, maybe they
1: approached him. He has enough money, <laughs> and he was
0: like, "No, I don't want to do that." Right. And then they were like, "Well, fuck it. Let's just cut the character out." Yeah. Because we're not going to be able to replace him. Yeah. It's one of those voices. Although at this point, you can fucking replace anybody. You think oh, yeah. any character is irreplaceable or any actor is irreplaceable? Right. You're a fucking
1: sorely mistaken. Well, I mean, they can even go the route of Genie and just have a different take on yeah. him. Oh, I mean, people who are like.
0: You know, spoiler alert. Uh oh. For Endgame. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. At okay, the go. end of Endgame, right. Tony Stark dies. Right? Right. Robert's out of these movies as far as we know. Yeah. So when you want to either reboot the universe or bring the character back somehow. Mm hmm. You would think that there's no way anybody else can embody this character. It's the first time we've seen him on screen. Yeah. And oh, Robert
1: Downey Jr. The first time we saw a character in the MCU. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was he the was first star of, of the movie. MCU. Right. So he
0: is the genesis of all of this. Right. And not only that, but Robert Downey Jr. completely embodies the character yeah. on and off screen. Right. I mean, he's, he. It's like it's one of those situations of perfect casting literally perfect casting yep no one else can do that until you until until you start talking about the numbers and you're like well i mean somebody else can do it
1: yeah somebody else well yeah i mean i i think the the smart move with that specific scenario is they they go the route that the comics did which is make a completely different iron man (laughs) yeah you know, yeah, don't don't try to do Robert Downey Jr. again. make it another character. Yeah. but see, I, where where they run into trouble is in the comic books, you're not
0: attached to Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. You're attached to Tony Stark, who is just another character in a comic book, Yeah, right? And at any point, Marvel can just bring Tony Stark back. They do it all the time. These fucking guys die and come back all the time. They're in different universes. They bring them back from, you know... The multiverse. Right. It's fucking insane. It's part of the reason I stopped reading comics. I I can't keep up with this shit.
1: it's, it's, It's cheap.
0: Yeah. It's cheap. But... Death does not matter in comics. If you're a comic book fan, that's something that you live with, right? Right.
1: You're accustomed to it.
0: As opposed to on screen, it's hard for people to let go of their favorite actors. They get attached to these human beings, Mm -hmm. these faces that they see on screen. And then you you can turn people against some of this stuff. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I love Don Cheadle. He's one of my favorite actors, Mm -hmm. but I just liked Terrence Howard more. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just thought that he
1: did it better. Well,
0: Well, not that he did it better, but that like he just embodied it better.
1: Yeah. They, I, I feel like he and Tony had a better rapport. Yeah. Like Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle strikes me as a guy, who would,
0: who would relish being war machine. Mm-hmm. He seems like a fun loving guy who's like, let's fucking do this, man. He yeah. Seems like a badass. Yeah. He's like, let's fucking. He's got a sense of humor. You can mm-hmm. see it on the other shit that he does. He's like, he seems like a guy who wouldn't be the put upon best friend, right? You know, the, well, he's, the, the, the he's, stick in the mud. He's funnier. He's way funnier yeah. than Terrence Howard for right. sure. Terrence Howard is a brilliant actor, mm-hmm. and he fit that character—the military guy. Him and Tony are friends, but at the same time, he's like no nonsense. Right. The war machine thing he does out of um, duty yeah. and necessity, and mm-hmm. not that he wants to be it, but that he has to. But he's still a guy who listens to his um, superiors. Yeah. You know all, everything that happens in 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 um two and three where he like gives up the fucking war machine suit and all that Mm -hmm. stuff that whole subplot or whatever yeah terrence howard fit that better
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so i never got over that yep so it's just little shit like that where like obviously that didn't stop the fucking monumentous planet that is the mcu from rolling.
1: it's a small little dent in the otherwise perfect sheen of the mcu
0: but it's one of those things that you know you get enough dents and you start getting cracks in the armor, man. Yeah, you know, and and they were lucky enough that in phase three they picked it back up because phase two kind of sucked. Yeah. So a phase three picked it back up, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. now you've got your goodwill back. Let's see what you do with it. Right. But anyway, we're going down a rabbit
1: yeah. hole. Yeah. The MCU rabbit hole,
0: <clears throat> and we can be there forever.
1: Mulan. Let's Mulan. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, people. People were. People were pretty much not happy about it, but uh, the the original poster of this article, they kind of, they came back in and they were like, let me just say, for the record, Disney is trying to make something original, and it's hard, and it's kind of like what you were saying, basically. Mm -hmm. It's like, if they do a live-action remake of the movie... It's like, well, you didn't change enough. Why did you even make it? Right. If you change it too much, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, now it's not what I knew in life. Right.
1: Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right.
0: And they're in a very hard rock in a hard place kind right. of thing.
1: I that's exactly why I'm glad they're trying. Yeah. I'll take it. Let's see how it works out. If it sucks, then all right, we know that we maybe have to stick to the, the formula. Yeah. But
0: Well, a movie that is going way outside the formula. What? <laughs> way outside the formula. Mm-hmm is another Disney live-action remake. (laughs) Speaking of. This, ladies and gentlemen, is The Little Mermaid. And they have made some announcements that have made shockwaves. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: First, Ursula is Melissa McCarthy, which I think was pretty good casting. Yeah. Although Lizzo wanted to do it. I saw that. And I was like, dude. Yeah. I could see that too. That would have been good. That would have been good. Yeah. Uh, so so you have your your villain, and now Disney has announced their
1: uh, uh, Ariel, mm-hmm. and she is she is according to Variety, Holly Bailey, who's I guess famous from Chloe x Holly, which sure. is a, uh, a, I guess a girl R and B little group. It's her and her sister. What's it called? Chloe X Holly. Chloe I don't X. know if they, they pronounce that cross or and. but or Clo- Yeah, Chloe Holly probably. Maybe. Chloe X Holly. I'm also 50 years old, so excuse <laughs> me if I got that wrong. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she's been tapped to be Ariel in the live-action adaptation of Little Mermaid. And this is significant. Um, Why? Sh- she is african-american
0: what she ain't white she ain't what Mm-hmm. no yeah i pulled them up chloe holly yeah it's just chloe holly okay chloe x holly It's chloe and holly cute little girls yep yeah it's, ladies uh, and gentlemen your little mermaid is a beautiful african-american girl
1: Uh, According to Rob Marshall, who's the director of the movie, after extensive search, it was abundantly clear that Holly possesses the rare combination of spirit, heart, youth, innocence, and substance, plus a glorious singing voice, all intrinsic qualities necessary to play this iconic role. Oh, you mean nothing to do with her race and her looks? Nothing at all.
0: They were actually nominated for a Grammy for Best New Artist.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah
0: kind of insane cause some I, some credentials No I no idea who these
1: people are. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they got a, uh, two albums out, The Two of Us and the Kids are All Right. Sure. Whatever. Hmm.
1: I guess uh yeah. Lynn Manuel Miranda's going to be working on some tunes for it too. That's dope. lin Manuel Miranda.
0: He's a uh, he's one of those guys who knows what he's doing with a musical. <laughs> yeah, a little you bit. Could, you could say. A little bit. Uh, yeah, he wrote all of Moana, the music in Moana, Mm -hmm. and um, that's a good one, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He also did some play or whatever, (laughs)
1: so a couple small ones. Um, probably haven't heard of them. You guys know why this is significant. Don't play dumb. Yeah, people have opinions online. (laughs) Tell us,
0: tell us some of them. Do Um, Do you have any
1: screen grabs? I don't have any screen grabs, but uh, they probably involve bad words, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like generally on my Twitter feed, the response has been either this is awesome, great, uh, seems like a good pick and an interesting choice, or uh, this is the worst thing that Disney has ever done. Throw Mickey Mouse himself in prison. He deserves to die for, uh, okay. for turning I, my white Ariel black. <laughs> I I uh, I just pulled up. My Twitter and I was
0: gonna go to the um the the trend and see if I could find mm-hmm. yeah because it's trending obviously of course the first thing that comes up was was a was a response from um, the Art Decider and it's this girl her name is I won't dox her. <laughs> her uh and her 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 tweet is us white girl you know what fuck this bitch her name is <laughs> at w o o underscore a h h wooha us white girls who grew up with The Little Mermaid deserved a true-to-color Ariel. Mm. Disney, you made a huge mistake by hiring Holly Bailey. This is going in the trash, and it's a picture of her DVD of The Little Mermaid.
1: Why? Why? that? First of all, she already bought that. Secondly, that's the movie you like. Why are you throwing that one in the trash? Yep.
0: Can you hear that? Yeah, of course you can hear that. I can hear that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I wonder if the mic's pulling it up. That's That's her. Oh. That's Holly Bailey.
1: Okay. Okay, Holly.
0: Dude, she sounds incredible. Yeah. Somebody posted that as a reply to this tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just her singing. Yeah. And to people's credit, most people are like, "Go fuck yourself." Right. I'll call you a wambulance. <laughs> uh, this person just posted a picture of a clown. <laughs> it's a fish. You need to take separate it's seats. A fish. <laughs> it's a fish.
1: Yeah. I, I one of the one of the biggest uh, replies I saw was somebody saying, "You realize that she's a mermaid, right? Like, she can be black. She's not real."
0: Yeah so okay so here's the thing this is this is the issue that uh, people always have when this kind of stuff happens okay it's not it, it, it's they ignore the fact that it's a fantasy character mm-hmm. it's a made-up thing a mermaid's not real children <sighs> they ignore all of that and they say you know that the source material was she, this is how she looked and this is how she should look right if we're gonna
1: remake it it's it's the santa argument Right, Santa's not black; he's white. Why? Because he's always been white. Because he's
0: always been white. Right. And the other thing is, people look at it as this um, uh, uh, PC culture yeah, run yeah, yeah. wild, of course, where uh, they're trying to normalize gays and they're trying to um, uh, 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 shoehorn in
1: mm-hmm. people of color, oh,
0: w- where they where they normally wouldn't be, right. and all this stuff, and it's surprising to me how often I see that people think that that's a valid argument.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that, uh, you know, you see a lot of this kerfuffle around race when it comes to other races, other than white people Mm -hmm. in movies. Like the first thing comes to mind is, um, Scarlett Johansson playing what, is supposed to be an Asian character in yeah. uh, ghost in the shell. So that's, that's a big one that people are like, why are you hiring a, a white woman for your lead role? Why not an Asian woman? There are plenty of Asian actresses. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there have been other cases of that <laughs> recently. Yeah. Uh, but that's the first that comes to mind. So when you have that argument and then people embrace a person of color replacing a character that was traditionally white that's what they point to and go. You're being a hypocrite because just because this is a, a the opposite of that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Where it, it, if it were uh, a white person taking taking the role of what would traditionally be a Hispanic or whatever, yeah, this wouldn't be a discussion, you know. Uh. Or this would be a bigger deal. Yeah. If if, if a white would. person took a yeah. Right. Right. Well. And I mean to that, I say it's because of a lack of representation. Yeah, and That's all it is. It's that, like that's that that is where that argument dies is because right. the the whole reason why it is an issue is because there aren't many people of color in lead roles. Yeah. Such as Little Mermaid.
0: And and the and the thing is people always point to successful People of color and say, "Well, you got that one." Like, we, and it's <laughs> you have like, the one. Like, don't, don't you understand it? Like, is Denzel not enough? <laughs> right. Like, and and um, to the point that you were making earlier, there's been plenty of movies where white people take on the role of what is supposed to be a person of color, mm-hmm. and they've done it all the time. They do it all the time with historical movies. All the time with yep. historical movies in which it's supposed to be a brown person. Or an Asian person, they do it all mm-hmm. the time,
1: and no one batted an eye at this. Right? Or I mean, that's not even to mention the the history of Hollywood putting white people in brown face and in black face, even yellow face, yellow face, like uh, years, decades of this happening. It sure yeah. sure doesn't happen anymore, or doesn't happen as much anymore. No, but and people <laughs> say that that's a that's a result of oh PC culture, and it's it's not
0: like. I hate that when I hate that they're trying to do something right, mm-hmm. and people are confusing that with uh, uh, PC culture running wild. Yeah, and they're conflating the two, and it's ruining the argument for both. Mm-hmm. Because yes, there are some instances where like PC culture is going a little too far. Right. And and we can't criticize certain things and we can't make fun of anything anymore mm-hmm. because because we're all people of privilege and so we are all at some point punching down. right? And so we can't punch down anymore, which I think is bullshit, but yeah. we won't oh, go it is. down that road. It is. Um, and so y- you have a legitimate argument mm. to make when it comes to uh, maybe we're putting too many limitations on people's voices right Mm -hmm. but then when you conflate that with something like this where like for Little Mermaid for instance again it's a made-up thing right and and you say that this is the same thing as that and it's like well now you've ruined it for both of us Mm -hmm. we can't have either argument because you've 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 moneyed the waters. Mm. And now we can't have an intelligent conversation about either one of these issues. Yeah. Because when you say that PC culture is running wild because they have a black person playing a fish, (laughs) (laughs) like half fish. Half fish. Mm -hmm. Now, what if it was just her
1: her black legs? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't even sing. She goes. (laughs)
0: That's all the dialogue.
1: (laughs) And it's subtitled. (laughs)
0: Uh,. When 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 you try to have that same argument with something like this versus you know actual uh, um, tightening of P- PC yeah, culture, yeah.
1: And, uh, uh, the the actual overcorrection of PC, yeah, uh, culture.
0: So it 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 just dry, it Man, it, it 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 kills me. It kills right. me.
1: Yeah, it is. It's unfortunate because I do I do feel like there is we are overcorrecting in certain aspects, but this is not one of them. in My opinion, no. Um, I get that, you know, you may have seen Ariel as a white girl, but there are plenty of other movies starring white girls. Yeah. And I mean, I you know, if your argument is, well, then they should have made an original movie. Disney should have made an original movie starring a black girl then, you know? Yeah. Instead of shoe, I'm using air quotes, shoehorning in a black girl into Little Mermaid. Yeah. But on that same token. Yeah, sure. They could have done that. But as we were talking about earlier in this episode, Loomer means a big deal. Mm-hmm. The name itself. So that adds power to that role. Right. Period. So, it I mean, you may see it as this overcorrection or or, or you know, I don't know, white people's voices being beaten, silenced somehow. <laughs> yeah. Because a white girl's no longer Ariel, but I mean, come on. Just just look Look at look at the movies coming out now. Yeah, how many of them are starring white people? How many? How many are starring white people in the lead role? Right, pretty much all of them still. Right, so it's gonna be okay. I promise. You, yeah,
0: you got you got a lot of stuff that you can hang your hat on.
1: Right, I, I get that it might be uncomfortable to to have to give up the reins a little bit. Just a little bit, but. It's it's okay. Sorry
0: that we're taking a little bit of it. A little, it, bit, a little
1: share. A little bit.
0: And and bit. and to your point, to your point of how powerful that image is. Only only people of color, or marginalized people, or underrepresented people can understand how powerful that is. Mm-hmm. Because if you've grown up and you've seen yourself on TV and you've seen you've seen the limits of what. You can be capable of right. Like that's a powerful thing to see, and well, and and yeah. like, uh,
1: Hispanic people don't see it a lot. No, nope. unless you're a villain or you know uh, a cook or a, a, a cleaning lady <laughs> right. or you know like these very cliched stereotypical roles. Right. Uh, I myself, as a mixed race
0: person, I don't. I barely get. I barely see any of it. Yeah. And so there's not, no one no one tells the story of somebody who's like, you know, uh, doesn't really know their place in the mm. world because there's so many different cultures and and none of them accept you fully because you're not either one. You're not any of them fully. Right. So you're just like in this void of like, well, well I, I want to be... We're tribal
1: people. I want to be yeah. a part of
0: some kind of tribe, and right. you don't get that. Who do then, I
1: associate with? Yeah,
0: and, and then you don't see it on TV. And you, then you, it,
1: Wait, wait. You, you got Rashida Jones, okay?
0: We do get Rashida Jones. And, and that's man, worth something. Man, oh, man. And we got Obama, you mm, know? Mm, mm-hmm. So I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. But see, that's the thing, though, is like when you get to see those things, it makes you go, if he can do it, I can do it. Right, right. And, and <clears throat> you know, white people for, I don't know, ever... <laughs> have never had to look at things that way. Well, it's it's because white is the standard. Right. You know. And it and it's like it it's just it's just accepting the the privilege that you have. And like I said, we're all people of privilege. We all need to accept it. Mm-hmm. We st- sitting here across from right. each other with the with all of these resources that we have, the
1: internet and the capability to talk yeah. to literally millions of people, this
0: neighborhood that we live in, the clothes that are on our, we back, have air conditioning. We're it's, it feels great in here. We can buy it feels food. Awful out there. We're drinking you, beer. You
1: ate a burrito earlier. I
0: made a burrito from all the shit that I made. Uh, I, gra- I grabbed from a store that's right down the street. Right. And it was easy, and everyone was super friendly. That's privilege, right. man. We well,
1: poop in toilets too.
0: That's a piece of a pie that somebody else doesn't get. Yep. Okay, so you have to recognize that which and goes
1: beyond race,
0: way beyond. Right. It just it's it, it, it's class, it's opportunity, mm-hmm. it's 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 your financial state. It's it's so many things that go along with wh- how you got to where you are. Yeah. Some of those things are outside of your control. Most of those things are outside of your control. You just are born where you're born by the people yeah. who birthed you and where they birthed you. Yep. And so you have to just accept that that is your place in the world. And so for. In Hollywood, representation is so important because it shows people what they can do and beyond what they can do. Mm-hmm. They can look at that and and say, I can do that and I can do it better than that right. person. Well,
1: and, and here's the thing, too. It's like a lot of people will say, well, that's what your family's for. You know, like you, you have people in your family to look up to, uh, you know, parents or parental figures. That's batshit stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. I mean, like, imagine people who, you know grow up in a bad part of town whose parents maybe are recently immigrated to america Mm -hmm. never went to college how's that kid gonna know what it takes to have a college experience if their parents didn't have that yeah and the only way to even know that they're capable of that is if somebody in their life shows them the way Mm -hmm. or they see somebody that they can Emulate or you know have a a dream to become one day on TV or in media or whatever have this example Yeah, Um,
0: and and, and you shouldn't uh, Obviously another argument to that is your hero shouldn't be people on fucking TV and fucking movie stars and shit No, but
1: I mean even talking about like Obama Whether you agree with his politics or not, you know if you you can't deny the fact that he rose to the top he made it to the highest seat of power Mm -hmm. you know whether you agree that's politics or not he made it yeah so if somebody if a kid that looks like obama who you know had always seen presidents that were white sees this president at the highest seat of power Mm -hmm. do you not think for a second that that is powerful in a way that he couldn't get otherwise, it, unless that were to have happened. Yeah, you know, to see that he or, he or she yeah. were, were was able to fathom that a person of color could make it to the highest seat. Yeah, in this country, you know, like uh, you can't undervalue that. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, the same goes for just good examples in and representation in media. We're talking about Little Mermaid, which we've said multiple times, by the way, isn't a true story, um, <laughs> but it's still. It still helps to to feel like a like accepted and normal. Yeah. To see a major character in a cartoon on TV or whatever and, that looks like you.
0: And, and here's 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 another argument that I would like to put into the ether. S- some people, a lot of people, will say, you know, like how how come it's okay to make fun of white people, but it's not okay to make fun of black people or Chinese people or whatever, right? Right. And, and my answer to that, and it goes along with what we've been talking about, is don't you understand that the reason that it's so easy and so accepted to make fun of white people is because white people are so ubiquitous
1: and yep. in vogue, and they've always been mm-hmm. in vogue. The standard. White people are the standard, right. generally.
0: And, and to go back to normalizing things like homosexuality and and seeing people of color on your TV all the time, mm-hmm. not just when you turn on BET oh, or when yeah. you watch Black Panther, all the time. Right. And it's not you don't it, look at it's it. Not, go. This whoa. is the
1: black channel. Yeah. Oh, this is the black movie.
0: Oh, oh, they're advertising to black people. Right. You, when when all <laughs> this of those is the, things. The black
1: McDonald's commercial. <laughs>
0: and, and man, do they have a lot of those? When all of those things stop, and when uh, every culture. Is normalized to the point that you don't even bat an eye when you see mm-hmm. two dudes kissing in a commercial. Yeah. You don't even look twice at it. That's when you can get to a point where, like, we can make fun of everybody Yeah. because it, it, it's it's normal. And now we can look at it and go, "There's things that we can dig at," mm-hmm. because we're all on an even playing field. The reason that people get up get so upset when you make fun of marginalized people is because they're still marginalized. Right. That's the point. Yeah, you're,
1: you're still punching down. Yeah.
0: And, and again, I do have a problem with the fact that no one can ever punch down. I yeah. think that's ridiculous yeah. because we'll never derive any kind of intelligent discourse mm-hmm. when we just say, nope, you can't talk about that. Right. So I think that's crazy. But, I, but my point is you have to understand, you may not agree, but you have to understand why people would be upset for you making fun of a marginalized group or underrepresented group
1: mm-hmm.
0: because... They are that thing, right? And white people have never been that thing. And so, to bring it back to this, like that's why this is so important. And for people to be upset, it's like you're you're just feeding you're feeding the thing, the, this monster that's going to keep growing. You're not helping the situation by going. I'm throwing my Little Mermaid DVD away because mm-hmm. she's now black.
1: You're only helping to further the argument against your argument. Exactly. So just maybe have a conversation about it just right. talk about it let's let's talk honestly about it
0: let's talk honestly about why it upsets you so much if you see something like when you told me that i was uh, two parts excited and also worried yeah. at Yeah. What was immediately
1: happen. i i saw the headline i was like oh that's interesting <laughs> and then went oh this is going to be bad yeah. <laughs> but it it's
0: just it's just nice to sh- see shit like that yeah and uh, and and also uh, to kind of go back another thing that you were saying um, I think like in 2015 or 2016 they had a movie uh, um, uh, fuck it was about like Egyptian gods and shit
1: Uh, and it started a bunch
0: of white people Yeah, it was like Joel Edgerton I think and like Christian Bale or somebody it was like a bunch of British white people yeah so, they're still doing it right. now in modern times. They're still doing or,
1: it. Like any time they have something said in Egypt and everybody's white. It's always white people. Right. And they're, they're so. Like, <laughs> Not even brown. They couldn't even go brown. No.
0: Just get Rami Malik and all of his relatives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the Malik's. All the
0: Maleks. Like, so it, it, it's still going on. And, and so for people to, to be like, oh, she can't be black. She was a white redhead. Like, I mean. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Uh, yeah she can be whatever they want her to be because sir she's
0: not real she's not real mm-hmm. you think anybody had a problem with melissa mccarthy being cast as ursula she's not purple <laughs> she's not a half squid <laughs> <laughs> no one fucking batted an eye at that because yeah. be, and, and think about that dude no one even thought twice about it mm-hmm. because in their minds they're like well yeah Of course it's Melissa McCarthy. That's good casting. She's funny. She's a plus size woman. Right. It works. Yeah, she fits. So they don't even think twice about it. Yeah. They don't even think twice about the fact that, like, I don't know, man, Lizzo might have done it better. (laughs) (laughs) She's got... She's just... Anyway.
1: Yeah. That's that's another rabbit hole. Right.
0: And people don't want (laughs) to... They don't want to think about that. They're just so happy with... Uh... Status quo, yeah, and just letting things be the way that they are. And anytime mm-hmm. that that thing gets disrupted, they're like, "No, mm-hmm. it's not the way that it's supposed to be." Right. That's the way it is, dog. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the way it is. Just don't, just stop getting so upset. It's fine. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Just if you don't want to see the movie, don't watch the movie. It's fine. I
0: hope she fucking
1: crushes Me it. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm rooting for it now. Yeah, I hope she crushes it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I mean, we'll see. It's oh. the
0: same thing that you know people get upset when they're like, you know, Idris Elba could be James Bond, 007, yeah. and even people in the industry are like, well, he's always been white. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> that's, I mean, no one like he hasn't even been the same kind of quote white.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> like no. he's
0: been different kinds of white.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's lo- fine. Look, look at all of them down the line; they're not <laughs> even close to the same type of person. No, no. body type. They're Hair. all
0: different. They're all different white dudes. Yeah. It's fucking. Uh, yeah.
1: You can have all the varieties of white. You can have every black.
0: shade of white, but god damn it, if you go past that, if you even go light, if you even go high yellow, they're like, well, um, <laughs> what's what's all the ethnicity going on Oof, over
1: here? I don't know. What's this, this
0: John Cho looking motherfucker? Get, what's what's it, what
1: what's it's, happening? It's getting a bit cultural. I don't know in about here. that. Mm.
0: Get back down.
1: Too ethnic.
0: Mm. Ah uh, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's frustrating. Man. It it's is frustrating that we still have to have this conversation. That this is still a newsworthy headline. It should just be good casting, especially when you watch a clip of her singing. You should yeah. just be like, "Well, she's gonna nail it."
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know her, so I, I couldn't really say. But after hearing that, yeah, you know, bit excited for it. Yeah. We shall see.
0: We shall, we shall, we shall see. All right, um, one more controversy. I know <laughs> you guys are. I know you guys are just on the edge of your seats. Like, oh, how many more controversies yeah. can we take? Speaking guys? of white power, uh... <laughs> um, so tomorrow is the fourth of July. So get your fucking today. Fire.
1: <laughs> today, technically. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. While you're hearing Jesus
0: this, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking. Let it out beer is just it's like bubbles, but it's not like the freedom trying to escape (laughs) your body (laughs) So when you're listening to this, it'll be 4th of July and beyond happy 4th Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day Uh, And to celebrate everybody go out and get your air max ones with the Betsy Oh, wait a minute Wait, a minute! oh, what? So this whole controversy started and stopped basically <laughs> before the shoe could even get down the fucking assembly line.
1: Well, actually, there were some that were released. Oh, they made they, yep. they released them. You know how much those shoes are going for? Oh, I can only like imagine. Five grand.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing.
1: Yup. So I, w- I
0: want the slave trainer ones. It is
1: absolutely limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find those babies, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck to you.
0: Okay, so. In celebration of the Fourth of July of this year, Nike was going to put out a limited edition Air Air Max uh, Air Max ones. I think. Are they Air Max Nineties?
1: Looking at me like I know.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're Air Max Nineties. I only saw a quick screen grab of them. Let's <coughs> see, Air Max Ninety. it looks like the air max 90
1: air max one
0: the air max one
1: air max one quick strike fourth of july was oh the name oh
0: of. yeah okay okay yeah those are different they look they're they're pretty similar to the air max 90 but mm-hmm. yeah okay so you've got you've got these air max ones that are supposed to come out and they're in celebration of our independence and the red white and blue really cool color scheme and then on the back, they have the original Betsy thir- Ross Betsy Ross thirteen stars uh, American flag right the one that we yep. all know it's the the stars that are in a circle mm-hmm. thirteen colonies patch, yeah to represent the first thirteen colonies mm-hmm. of the United States. They recalled these shoes at the rumored behest of Colin Kaepernick, right? Who said that these shoes may um. Offend some people. Yeah, and then all hell broke loose <laughs> because uh, a number of reasons. First, Colin Kaepernick getting involved in anything yeah. is going to get conservative
1: you know, Twitter explodes. Explode. Uh,
0: and then the other thing was that this this was supposed to be a, a part of um, this this this. I guess it wasn't a part of it exclusively, mm-hmm. but in Arizona they were supposed to be making a Nike factory, and yes. the Arizona legislature legislature was donating a million dollars I think as a startup
1: yeah one million dollars for the the, Arizona Commerce Authority there you go
0: and and uh, and this was to help start this factory this was supposed to bring in um, uh, this was supposed to create American jobs where um, Nike has uh, historically Mm -hmm. uh, their 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 um, warehouses are overseas right and so we're trying to bring American jobs back these are American companies we're trying to bring American jobs Back to America, and this was supposed to be the start of that. Right. And then after the recall happened, the a- Arizona governor mm-hmm. decided. Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey sounds like a racist. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna put that <laughs> yeah, on him. Don't I don't do that. him. I don't know him. I don't know do him. That. And I don't know his politics. No, I'm just saying that sounds like a racist name. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Doug Ducey. Oh, Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey took a deuce on Nike, <laughs> and, dis- and 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 took a and deuce
1: right in that shoe. <laughs>
0: right, right in the shoe. And uh, a, he rescinded the one million dollars yep. because uh, of their un, unpatriotic nature. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there's been an update to this, though. Um, Break it down for me. So that is true. However, um, the mayor of the town Goodyear, which is one, one of the towns that are that's going to have a factory,
0: Goodyear, Arizona,
1: yes, uh, is sticking with Nike, uh, according to CBS News. Uh, in a deal to bring more than five hundred jobs to her city,
0: and uh, that was that was one of the points that I was gonna make,
1: uh-huh, which was
0: this if if Nike's choice doesn't gel with your politics, that's unfortunate, okay, and we can talk about the politics of Nike's choice, and we probably will, mm-hmm. but the point or the fact that you would rescind a million dollars. To a company that was there to bring about American jobs in your state, how can anyone applaud that move?
1: Yeah, that does. uh, It's a, uh, it's clearly just a like a political point that he's trying to score. That's all it is. Exactly. But if you're. I mean, this this guy, uh, Sir Ducey. Sir Deuce is uh, he's a Republican. Which, if you're conservative, your entire platform is based on we need to get more jobs, right? And that's yes, that's what it's that's what it's all about. And not just jobs, American, American jobs. jobs, right? Jobs you're for you're not Americans. trying
0: to ship anything overseas. You want Americans working in America. In
1: my point of view, you can't swallow your pride for people to work in your state when that's your entire platform, right? Like just just let the jobs come in man yeah I, I like I don't care if you're if you're blue or red just people want jobs and, people and gotta work in my opinion
0: if you're blue or red if if I was a conservative yeah I mean obviously you know there there there's racial implications and and historical implications and all that stuff with the shoe whatever. But if I'm sitting in Arizona going, I can't wait for this factory to get here. It's gonna bring about thousands of jobs. And then the governor goes, Nah, never mind. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. I would be like, No, fuck you, dude. I don't give a shit about one shoe. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about this company's politics. Right. I need a job.
1: Right. We make the shoes. We don't make the the poli- or we don't design the shoes. Right. We, we make them. We just make them and right. we get
0: paid to do that.
1: Right. Okay. So according to this article. Uh, it says the Republican governor, who's Ducey, on Tuesday said he'd yank state financial incentives for $185 million Nike Air Factory. In right, Go- yeah, it, those were
0: the incentives that once they built the factory... Specifically in Goodyear. That's crazy.
1: Uh, so, yeah. How can
0: anyone applaud that move? That's a purely political move. Right. That is, that, that is him saying... I don't give a shit about the people that live in my state. I care about my standing in the public sphere. Right, right. That's all I care about is people's opinions of me as a public representative. Right. My virtual rep, uh, uh, reputation, not mm-hmm. my not my actual deeds. Right. But how people view my politics. Yeah. That's insane to me.
1: Um. Did we talk about why the shoe would be controversial in any way? No, we did
0: not. We didn't touch on that. All right, one.
1: let's back up a little bit then okay. and talk about why. So
0: all right. So it's a the the flag on the back of the shoe is the Betsy Ross flag. Right. This flag was made I used to know the year. Hundreds of years ago. <laughs> um
1: The world may never know.
0: The world may never know. I mean, we have we can fact check it. Yeah. So I mean, the flag. <clears throat> Here's the thing: the flag was was created during a time when there was still slavery, right?
1: That's one aspect of
0: it. Oh, the this, bigger this
1: made the birth of our country, 1776.
0: 1776. Okay, there you go. We should probably know that. Yeah, we, I know. I know. Would.
1: I just thought you know, I wasn't sure if she had a demo out before or no, no, just just the just that one time, first edition.
0: Okay. She was like, "Bang, bang." I wonder like, if she, she stars, signed it. Dog. Did she sign it? She stitched on the back of it. <laughs> Was like, yo, this is my shit, first edition, doggy,
1: raw as fuck. You know what
0: I mean? You know I mean? Put a Look little at that shit.
1: flame emoji. That shit is
0: hand stitched, dog. They got motherfucking drawings of me doing this shit. <laughs> um, so it, it's obviously the historical significance of a flag that was flying while there was still slavery going on, right? Right. But there's also, and I don't know if you if you read this. Mm-hmm. There's also the fact that now uh a lot of racist uh, White uh far far right nationalist groups have adopted this as the as their symbol. Right. And so I guess the the argument is we can't let the actions of the few mm-hmm. dictate the actions of the many. Right. My my counter argument to that is mm-hmm. Be that as it may, Nike is literally creating the uniform for white
1: nationalists. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point.
0: And obviously you can't... I mean, you can't... Like, If all the white nationalists start wearing fucking Chuck Taylors, you can't stop production on Chuck Taylors. That that doesn't
1: inherently make Chuck Taylors racist. Right.
0: But this is Nike choosing to put this flag on the back of a shoe to commemorate an event, for sure. Right. But also... I mean, if it's something that is an issue for for some people or if it could be misconstrued as mm-hmm. um a support of this group. Right. Why do it?
1: I I I agree. I feel like this is a tough one for me because before I did any research on this, I didn't see what the big deal was. Yeah. I was like this is kind of ridiculous. Like yeah. it's a historical flag. It's our original flag. Mhm. I mean sure it was around during the times of racism but that doesn't make the flag inherently racist anything anything that was produced in the times while slavery still existed isn't inherently racist like that that's just the the false equivalency type thing Mm. that i don't agree with i understand now like it's been adopted by these hate groups Mm. and that sucks that's unfortunate but i just I don't think it was the right move to pull them. Yeah. I I understand where you're you're coming from as far as it could be taken. But, you know, uh, I could take a machete I bought at Walmart and start hacking people up. That doesn't mean we stop selling machetes. True. You know, like it, I think this is an overstep and an overreach. I think this is exactly what we were talking about before about PC Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. culture, uh, you know, kind of overstepping their bounds. And taking something away that shouldn't have been.
0: Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> I, for the record, when I first saw it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I had the same thought. I was like, "I don't why I don't I don't get it. I yeah. don't get what's happening." I had to do a lot of research, and right. that that is saying something. Yeah, and I'm not saying that I completely agree with not for, for uh, with uh, rescinding the shoe, because to be completely honest with you, like I don't really give a shit, right? Um, but yeah i i wouldn't have I wouldn't have pulled them. No, I, it's I not a
1: Confederate flag. Yeah, you know, like that'd be different. But yeah,
0: it, it turned it turned a simple gesture into a political thing, and right. it sucks because if if it's true that Colin Kaepernick has that much pull mm-hmm. at Nike, yeah. which I don't know, that sounds kind of crazy. Yeah, he. I mean. I mean, LeBron James is signed to a billion-dollar contract. I don't know if mm-hmm. he has that kind of pull. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, for some reason, people believe well, he's, he's, a, he's a
1: cultural icon. Like, yeah, I, but there's tons of sway with him. If he were to come out on Twitter and be like, you know, I don't agree with Nike's decision on releasing the shoe, and it becomes a suddenly this lightning rod of a yeah, thing.
0: And 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 Ni- and Nike, I think Nike would be a weak company if they were to just bow to. You know, if, if, if let's say he did that, let's say he went to them and was like, I, I don't agree with this. And they said, You know, Colin, we respect your opinion, but mm-hmm. we don't see it that way. We're going to release the shoe. Right. Then he goes on Twitter and says, I tried mm-hmm. and they fucking shut me down. Right. And then everybody goes after Nike. How could you? How could you? Yeah. They should just, I think that they have a legitimate argument in which they just say, Look, man, we understand his concerns and we understand mm-hmm. your concerns. We don't agree. But then the problem is it all becomes politicized, yeah. Because then, fucking right wingers jump on and say, "Good job, Nike. You're on <laughs> right.
1: the you're on the right side." No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And then,
0: it, and then it just becomes this whole thing. Please don't like back us.
1: Arguing blue and red. again. Right. It sucks. It does. Twenty nineteen
0: sucks. It does. So for the record, like you know, I I, I don't care either way, um, but I I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have rescinded the shoe. I no. would have just put it out.
1: You can't you can't weaponize our history like that. And that's this is like this is like I again, I'd understand if it was like a Confederate flag or you know, something that was inherently racist, that has inherent racist ties. Yeah. But this Well, let's
0: see, like with the Confederate flag, it's a good example because a lot of that's a lot of people's arguments, is that it didn't start off you know that like I know. It, it didn't start off as, like, a racist thing. It became a racist thing,
1: right? Yeah, it, but it, 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 it became historically a racist thing.
0: Right, but who's to say that 10 years from now, the Betsy Ross flag isn't a representation of white nationalism?
1: Well, my argument for that is it isn't today, and we're talking about today. Right, but— you know. But
0: if Nike goes ahead with this, now you've got millions of shoes on the market that are, like I said, well, they're uniforms are, for white nationalists.
1: They're a limited shoes, so not many people are going to have them. It's okay. not, it's not a wide thing. Sure. So, and I mean, a hundred shoes on the market—that's still a hundred people. I get it. you think that they're could, you think they're following Nike that closely? Who white nationalists? white nationalists?
0: I mean, no. You think they're not. they're sneaker heads like that? <laughs> nah, they're not on hype Beast. They don't nope. give shit about that. But if a if a fucking white nationalist does get wind of this kind of shit uh-huh. I mean
1: sure, it's sure
0: very fucking easy to go to nike.com
1: and just buy those shoes I guess but I mean like we're talking about one person or 10 or 50 people ruining a complete a release of a shoe of America's first flag And I mean, okay, (laughs) obviously there's an entire argument that America steeped in racism from the very beginning. So yeah, I mean, okay, we can go down that route too. But if we're talking about specifically racist icons, um, I don't think Betsy Ross's flag goes in that it's, it's a historical, it's a historical thing. And I know this, this is kind of sounding like the argument of, well, we should keep the Confederate statues up. That's not all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm, I'm saying the flag itself is not inherently racist. I mean, I feel like the Confederate flag is, yeah. and it's that's from somebody that's grown up in the South and seen the Confederate flag a lot yeah. and not been phased by it, but well, have grown well, into... do you think that
0: the only difference is
1: um, time? No, it's not. It's because the Confederate States of America is not America. Mm-hmm. And it was based on... And there's lots of people who argue against this, but historically, the Confederate States of America was based on the right... To own slaves. Right. That wasn't the only thing, but it was a main thing. Yeah, I'm so, not even going to
0: have that argument. That was part of it. Oh, yeah, I, Call I mean... what you want. A
1: substantial part of it. You sons of bitches. A Come at it. A substantial part of it. Uh, the Southern economy was based on slavery. slaves, Cotton. Cotton. Tobacco. Cotton all that stuff. Picking. Anyway, so my point is Betsy Ross's flag wasn't based on a... Racist ideology. Correct. Correct. I mean, people were racist, obviously, back then. I'm not saying that. But
0: it it, it wasn't made to represent the people whose ideology was steeped in...
1: Specifically racism. Specifically a racist thing, such as slavery. Sure, they were racist back then, absolutely. But that's not what it was about.
0: Yeah. And, And to that point, if your argument is the Betsy Ross flag was created during a time when slavery was still okay and so anybody who waved that flag is inherently racist because they were okay with that kind of thing um then that means you have to deconstruct the entire concept of the flag in the first place Mm -hmm. because like the american flag was being put together while this country was still Steeped in racism, oh, yeah. and I'm, I mean, you can even argue today that it's obviously not as bad as it used to be, but mm-hmm. still kind of bad. And to pull to the point of like, if it to some people still represents some like racism, then the flag itself is is the problem, right? Which is part of the fact that like a lot of people say that Colin Kaepernick and Black Lives Matter and and all these groups they weren't protesting the flag they were protesting police brutality mm-hmm. and, and systemic racism right. and pledging but but see the thing is people want to misconstrue the argument. they yeah. like I saw one person say like, oh well the argument that it's not the flag kinda goes out the window, doesn't it? And it's like, well it was never about the flag in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was about what these things represent. Mm-hmm. And if you protest the national anthem, for instance, you're you're protesting your allegiance to a country that is still okay with systemic racism and police brutality and fear of black people and all of these things, that's what you're protesting. Mm. So if the flag represents that to you, right. then yeah, I guess you are protesting the flag. No one's saying burn it or stomp on it or whatever, yeah. but... Uh, well, if- I think
1: the the idea uh, with that entire protest is, is specifically in the last parts of that is, is liberty and justice for all. And if you don't feel like we are delivering in this country, liberty and justice for all you protest that by not standing for the national anthem. Right. You know, like that's, that's a protest saying that's what we're trying to do, but we're falling short. Yeah. So that's why I'm not going to stand for it.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not... I, I don't think it's ever been about the flag. And, and honestly...
1: The flag's a a, a a piece of cloth. Yeah, Who cares about no, the flag? No, who cares? Physically, who cares? the flag itself doesn't matter. Right, It's what it stands for. It's and, the ideologies behind the flag and, that matter.
0: You know, and, and for the record, I, I didn't see that many people complaining about the shoes in the first place. No. Like, I, I didn't see a lot of people on Twitter or on Instagram... Saying, like, yes, I'm glad that they got rid of these fucking shoes. Yeah, I mean,
1: there were some, but it wasn't, like, this huge thing of, like, yes, Nike doing the right thing.
0: I think it was Nike just covering their bases, and I think they made it worse for themselves than it needed to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, overcorrection, in my opinion, yeah. but what do I know?
0: What the fuck do we know? Beer. That's all we know. Kind of. Yeah, we don't even We really I mean, don't know really that. know beer that we much. We don't know shit. No. I can't tell you what from what, boy.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you stuck around
0: through all that fucking bullshit, then thanks. Yeah. And uh, here we are with another beer review. This brew was from the Sweetwater Brewing Company. It's the 420 Strain Mango Kush Wheat Ale. Obesious. Yeah. What did you think?
1: It was pretty good. Um, I I like the uh, the little touch of mango that you get in there. Not overpowering, just a little hint. Uh along with the dankness. That dankness. The dank nugs, bro. Um, yeah, interesting beer. Uh pfft, not a not a first timer beer. It's gonna freak you out if you yeah. if you're not ready for it. But yeah, I mean, overall it's pretty pretty good. I'm not a, a huge weed ale fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this had some good hoppiness to it that kinda made me feel like I'm drinking a little bit of an IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is my comfort zone so um yeah pretty good pretty good i give it a uh a four four uh
0: i think what you said is is pretty uh, accurate it's not for beginners it's not very inclusive it's like a it's striking right this is you definitely if you're like oh, i i i wanna i want a wheat ale don't start with this no don't start with this no start with a... Uh, uh um uh, Fuck. What's the one with the fucking um, smiling sun on the
1: oh, front? Oh, the. Um, uh, fuck yeah, <laughs> right? You can see it, right? Yeah, it's been so long Blue since we had it. Not Blue Moon. In. Not Blue Moon. Uh-uh. Chalk Top. Chalk Top. Yeah. Yeah. Shock or top. Blue
0: Moon. Either one of those. Aren't they both Weedales?
1: Yeah, pretty sure.
0: So start with either one of those. Don't start with this because this will scare you away. Um, But. Uh with that I will say that it was delicious. Yeah. And the hint of mango and honestly, once you get past the whoa, it smells like weed. Dink. It's just like it's just like a mango weed it, like there's no the gimmick is over. Right. Right? Like it's just it's just, it's like, okay. Yeah. That was fun. Like, like you kind of get used to
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You smell like weed, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a stoner uh roommate. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah we you know. just kinda get used to it's the smell now.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a four and a half actually. All right. Look at you. Yeah. So four and a half for myself, four for you,
1: sir. Yeah. Got anything else? Think we delivered? God bless America. Yeah. Happy fourth. And everyone else. And everyone else. And everyone <laughs> have you seen
0: uh you've seen um Ah oh, fuck, I forgot the name of the movie. The Shock movie. Shock Top. <laughs> Where uh, where Chris Rock becomes the first black president?
1: No, I've never seen. You've that. You've never seen that
0: movie? Uh-uh. Oh man, dude, dude, dude! <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me. I gotta. I gotta get the name. Was, <laughs> this is this is all the outro. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck. What was that movie called? Chris Rock.
1: What um, about the Martin Lawrence movie where he becomes a knight? Black Knight. There you go.
0: I've seen that movie a couple of times.
1: I like that movie because he's a Jets fan. <laughs> He is a Jets fan. Yeah. Chris Rock, uh, uh That's uh, called uh, representation. Uh, uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was in it. <laughs> Bernie Mac There are people literally screaming at their phones right now.
0: <laughs> head of state. Head of state. That's what the movie's called. Okay, so head of state. Um He he uh he's like um he's like uh a, a represent. he's like in the House of Representatives. Okay. Or like a like a he's a lowly politician. Okay. very local, right? And he gets hired to run for president against this other dude and he's supposed to be basically like a folly to okay. the white guy running for president. And then he starts to surge in the polls due to various uh hilarious reasons, shenanigans. And uh so the bit was the uh, the guy the guy running for president uh, the white dude, his his slogan was "God bless America and no one else," and it was supposed <laughs> to be like this patriotic thing. It's fu- kind of funny and very xenophobic. Yeah, and it's kind of reminiscent of what's going on right now. But yeah, anyway, well. <laughs> uh, and then Chris Rock, the way that he flipped that on its head when they had their first debate was he said, "God bless America." And everyone else, and that was like, got the crowd. But well, mm-hmm. you got to see this movie. It's got okay. a 44% of Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like I've already seen it right now. <laughs> I pretty much, yeah, I pretty yeah. much. No, there's a lot. There's a lot. I didn't tell you nearly as much as what goes on okay. in this actual movie. Right. Uh, uh, Angela Bassett's in it. Bernie Mac's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, unsurprisingly, I don't remember who the white dude was in it.
1: A slew of characters.
0: The slew of characters. Anyway, it's not a bad movie, even though it has 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Okay. I feel like it's getting disrespected. It's Mm. better than that. So, a four for myself, a four (laughs) and a half for you, sir. Yep. This has been the One Baron podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Watch Black Knight. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Please continue giving us those ratings. Um, it's it, it helps, and it's nice to see. I don't know if you saw. We got a couple more five-star reviews Absolutely. on there. So fantastic. We really
1: appreciate
0: that, guys. That helps tremendously. Yes,
1: I of them down like hamburgers. Damn right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh... Have a, drink delicious beer and have a beautiful
1: evening. Have delicious beer and drink a, drink, drink a beautiful drink, evening.
0: Drink a night, a black night.
1: What? Drink a Martin Lawrence. We love you.